0: You gotta sing to start the show. You forget because we're a couple days late. You forget how we start the show.
1: I'm not
0: starting the show like that. Sing, sing me a, me a song. song of a lass
1: that is gone. Say, could that lass be I? Hi, welcome to Talking Outlander. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Jimmy. That was a very formal.
0: Yeah, that was nice. That was good. We're Two, we're two days late this week because we had crazy schedules. The Yankees keep winning, so I'm busy. I doubt, I doubt there's many Yankee and Outlander crossover fans though, so
1: You never know.
0: We'll just we'll just keep to the Yankees. I mean Outlander. We'll just keep to Outlander. Uh. Yeah, keep to Outlander. All right, so we did it. We did it. It's the fifth episode. The end of the fifth episode, Claire is finally back in the 1700s with Jamie.
1: You just fast
0: forwarded. Let's back up. Well, that's—I mean—that's the exciting part.
1: That is the exciting
0: part. This episode was a lot of filler.
1: I thought it was a good episode.
0: No way. I like—I mean—I don't think it's a bad episode, but last episode with Jamie's backstory and Lady Geneva was ten times better. Ten times better than this episode. Agreed. All right. Well, it starts off. We see Bree. She's suffering in school. She's doodling. Roger comes to town. She
1: subtly hints that maybe she doesn't know it yet, but she's, she's not, she doesn't want to be a historian. She doesn't want to be a doctor. She probably wants to be an architect. She's drawing the arches. Oh, yeah. The, and, she, and she has a fascination with how they're built, that, that building.
0: And then Roger, her lover, comes. And I thought he was just coming. Surprises. Surprise. I thought he was just coming for Brie. I didn't know he was going to have the, the connect-the-dot clue, which was awesome. Yeah. Do you think that – so, uh, if you didn't – well, you obviously watch this. If you're listening to this, you watch the episode. Jamie R- – Freedom and Whiskey was a poem by Robert Burns, I think is the name, that Claire would quote to him. So Jamie knew it, but it hadn't come out yet in 1766 or whatever, and he used it in a newspaper – now, do you think that is a clue? Maybe in the book it's made much more clear? Because I think, like, he left that as a clue for Claire for, for Claire to find in the future, that he's around. Or do you think that Jamie is just trying to make, make money as a plagiarizing poet? Like, oh, I'm
1: plagiarizing because the po- poem doesn't exist yet.
0: Yeah, I know, but, like, if... If I went back in time, I would I would go tell people the story of Romeo and Juliet and try to make millions off it. Do you think Jamie's trying to scam the public?
1: No, that's not in Jamie's nature.
0: So you think it was a clue then? Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: But it's, it seems like he wrote it was an article. He wasn't writing out the full poem. He just included the line. Yeah. And so, for all we know, that poet could have you know come up with that his poem. His poem could have
0: been inspired by what Jamie said. But Jamie, there's a glitch in your matrix. There's a glitch in your matrix there, so the timelines are overlapping. Anyway, so she and then Claire's like, I don't want to know that. I put it. I. She said something like, I put it in. I closed the door on the past twenty years ago. Yeah. And I was like, you "You," you. no, you didn't. You did not. You're a liar.
1: She did because she walked through the stones, knowing that she probably wasn't going to see. I mean, there's a very high chance she was never going to see Jamie again. That was her.
0: She's story. so full of shit.
1: Mentally and emotionally, the door was still was still left ajar.
0: She didn't close the door at all. She got shoved into another room for safety, and she has been continuously searching for that door in her brain forever. For her to be like, I didn't want that knowledge. You shouldn't have given me that knowledge. Claire, you were at my house for like a a year searching for this knowledge. No, for a summer. It was just a a summer. A summer. And now that I found it and I come all the way to Boston to give it to you, you're going to tell me you don't want it? Shut up.
1: No, I think she's tired of having her hopes. Her point was that she got her hopes up the last time they went to search for him and then was let down. And she's saying, I don't want to go through that again. Because it was too hard for me. And then Roger interjected and said, no, this time, I'm. It's, you're not just getting your hopes up. This is proof. This is evidence that he is still alive.
0: Yeah. I, I get it. I get, like, she's nervous and all. And obviously she's hit with, like, the situation. Oh, my God, it's real now. Now I actually have to make this decision. Yeah. And she's scared. And that was just her reacting and being scared. Right. But, I mean, if you're Roger, you're like, you want this information. You definitely want it.
1: Yeah, don't get mad at me. No. Don't get mad at the messenger. I'd, I'd feel really...
0: Yeah, he was like...
1: If I were Roger. like he Excuse was like... Me. Yeah. He Nobody was like... He was like... Somebody thank uh... me, woman.
0: Yeah. That's what, that's what I said. Instead of getting a thank you, he got yelled at. And he was like, all right, I'm going to go uh, upstairs tidy up and yeah. make out with your daughter now.
1: Well, she wasn't at the house.
0: <laughs> I'm going to ruin my joke. So, so, <laughs> so practical. All right. <laughs> like, Doctor, Dr. Joe came... I knew that as well.
1: So it's just a stupid joke.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Dr. Joe with African bones of a girl who got murdered.
1: Oh, that was weird.
0: What the hell does this have to do with anything?
1: It's definitely going to come into play later. There's no doubt in my mind that that was some kind of, like, we are going to meet this victim. Yes. Be introduced to them later. But they kind of threw it in weirdly into this. They just kind of just chucked it at us and then
0: yeah he was like so my colleague saying, sent me this box of bones <laughs> his colleague sent me a box of bones you want to check it out claire she like, "Oh, that girl's murdered he's like how do you how know, you know that? very suspiciously
1: <laughs> just, how do you know that
0: he's like, oh you're right she was she was Please. beheaded with a dull blade yeah. oh so now it, it seems like this was in some caribbean island of slaves stuck in a cave. Those are the bits it, and pieces I remembered.
1: Yeah, something like
0: that. So we're in seventeen
1: slave burial grounds.
0: Yeah, we're in seventeen
1: whites. we was not because yeah. of some because of the tibia?
0: Tibia, Tibia. So we're in seventeen sixty six. So the slaves so the 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 uh, trade, the slave trade. New Britain, America, Caribbeans. Somehow, maybe he's trading paper. Maybe he's, I don't know. Somehow they're going to end up in the slave trade situation in the Caribbean. That's what wow. it seems. Because why? Why would they? I wonder if they go to the Caribbean. I mean, you guys, we didn't we didn't say it this episode. If anyone's listening, new, we have not read the books. We don't know anything. So we'll just
1: keep reminding you every time. Yes, we have not read the
0: books. So so you can laugh at case. you can laugh at how wildly wrong our guesses are. Beyond, I listened to the first book on audio. So.
1: That's right.
0: Okay. Do you remember anything from you? Well, I had watched the first season before I listened to the, on audio. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um, and then they went to, uh, meet, uh, a ceremony for Frank and all his stuff. And um,
1: Sandy came up Can't, for,
0: excuse me, call her by her prostitute name. It's Candy. So, kind
1: of, first of all, she's the first sex worker, not prostitute.
0: Lady of the night. Second
1: of all, she's a student of his. She's a historian.
0: Yes, but when Claire was trying to belittle her and reference her as the common okay. common uh, side okay, hussy, okay, she called her Candy. So right. I'm going to call so, her, I'm on Team Claire.
1: Sandy is the woman's name.
0: You're clearly Team Sandy. I'm
1: not Team Sandy. I'm not Team Frank. I'm Team Claire all the way.
0: Well, but Sandy was kind of right. And she had that quote where she was like, you threw away 20 years with him and i would give anything to have one more day. Yeah. Which was so Claire was like, "Mm, i feel that way about Jamie." <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, "I don't care, woman. Like, I'm over it. I'm over Frank." Sorry for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tough luck.
0: So, i mean, did do you think she Claire deserved a little bit of that? Now, i've 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 learned from the comments of the book readers. Who are nice. some nice women that listen to this? Oh, yeah, they I are team.
1: Comments, by the way, ladies.
0: They are team Claire, all I the way. Support. Like I
1: agree. actually, there was I kept saying that they are like towards Frank, and you showed me one of the comments. I don't go on YouTube very much, so I don't see the comments. Jimmy screenshots them and sends them to me. And one woman made a very good point where she said Frank basically, not verbatim, obviously. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, but she basically said that Frank's an idiot for even getting himself into that situation and for him to put that pressure on Claire makes him a bad guy. And I'd been sympathetic towards Frank until I read that comment and I was like, "Whoa. Yeah, this totally changes my opinion of Frank."
0: The Outlander fans are so team Claire and Jamie and no one else. They're like teenagers the that, love, that love that love that yeah. loved Justin Timberlake back in the day, or like the Beatles. They're like okay. Beetle. They were probably Beatlemania.
1: Yeah, Beatlemania a little bit. Sure, okay.
0: Like yeah, the yeah, Beatles. are nice. the beat They were. They were the ones screaming. The Beatles are bigger than Jesus. He's got a really good point. Do you not know that controversy?
1: I do. I remember John Lennon said that. on... Yeah.
0: Okay, but well, we're 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 getting yeah, off the point.
1: Off topic. Anyways, but what was that commenter's name? I
0: uh, have no idea. I oh,
1: just don't remember. Okay. Well, anyways, thank you for that. Thank you for your comments and your reactions to our videos.
0: Thank you for watching our videos. I Yes, usually we do that at the end. But well, that's uh, nice. We'll thank them all the time.
1: Well, we've pretty much gone through the episode.
0: We're not really even close. Episode. We're not even close to through the episode. I have all my notes here. <laughs> I have all the rushing through. I have all the quotes I liked. I like this quote from Bree. She's freaking out because she just found out Paul Revere wasn't actually a hero. Bummer when you get to college when you get to college and realize all the history you learned in high school was false. What's now she's like, well, I don't know my dad, blah, 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 She says, history can't be trusted. Now, as a history major myself, that's like something you learn.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh,
0: that, different. Uh, it's, she said
1: it's different depending, depending on who tells the story.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, that and was, she yeah. also said something about... This is not about history. This is just about her personal history and her relationship with her mom. I liked that... Okay... I like that she said, you know, I've spent all this time wondering if I'm more Randall or more Frasier, but I realized I'm more of you talking to Claire, which is a really nice thing for her to say because the relationship has not been very sweet and loving like that and that she had given so much t- attention to Frank, which I'm sure Claire was not feeling great about. So this is like a nice little ego boost for her. But she made that actress, or that there was a line that she had to deliver that drove me crazy. As soon as she said it, I was like, why would you ever say this to your mom? But she was straight up, Just, I don't need you anymore, mama. You're <laughs> 20. I, yes, you do need your mom.
0: She's <laughs> getting a pretty, she's getting like a live-in boyfriend and a sweet house. If you're a 20-year-old and your mom bounces, you get a mansion and yes, a Scottish at dude. no
1: point in your life, under no circumstances, should you ever say, I don't need you anymore, mama. Yep. That should not come out of your mouth.
0: My mom wouldn't like that.
1: My mom would just she'd be like, okay, then we're riding you out of the will.
0: You know what? I wouldn't like that if my mom did, which Claire did here. She's like, "My um, Bree is, as I look just like Jamie. Frank, my dad must have hated me, looking yeah. at me. And Claire's yeah, like, she comforts her and supports her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is just me. She continues to call him Frank. No, Frank loved you. Frank loved you. Which... she's just yes, she said no your father loved you she's like hammering home that he's not your dad
1: no i think she's all she's she is okay so we all know brianna is confused about her lineage and who her father really is and i think claire's kind of in that same situation because now she's coming to terms with the fact that she could have a relationship again with Jamie, like, Jamie is still in existence, and she gets to go back and meet, see Jamie, and tell Jamie about...
0: Yes, but that, uh, wait, but you're, that's... uh, uh, No, I know,
1: I'm saying she's just as confused as Brianna is, so for her to say, not to say your father, because in Claire's mind, that entire 20 years, Frank was not her father.
0: I understand, but, like, you're trying to comfort your daughter, and this could just be me, my mom, when talking to me, and referencing my dad, his name's Chris... I have never ever heard her be like Chris will be home soon to me. Yeah. Sure. That I've never heard it she your dad's going to be home soon or dad's going to be home soon. If she, if my mom was to call my dad his first name talking yeah, to me, I'd be like two possible Who's daughters. is that is that a stranger? Yeah, but she's try, her whole point was like no he loves you. Yeah. He loves you, but she still can't even call her, her your father. Like she just said, "Did Dad not like looking at me?" And she's like, "No, Frank loved you."
1: Right. Okay. So
0: she can't even return it. Ah,
1: fine. Fair enough. I see your. I see your point.
0: So I was like, "That's kind of weird." Just say your dad, comfort her. How about Claire asking Joe, "Am I attractive?"
1: That was kind of like an uncomfortable scene just because they've been so... such good colleagues and we really don't get to see their relationship and how comfortable they actually are with each other. So for her to just straight up ask him that...
0: Well, it's such a and trap.
1: Us, and his response...
0: <laughs> he said, you're a skinny white broad with too much hair... And a nice ass. No, no, but a great ass.
1: Oh, but a great ass.
0: Which means he thinks she has too much hair in not a good way. And obviously he was tongue-in-cheek and he was joking. Too much hair is no such thing.
1: Um, not when you shed constantly. No, there's her no... There's like a helmet around your head.
0: No, her hair is... The 60s. Her hair is too short.
1: She had a beehive hair. Yeah, it's hair
0: too... Hair. Yeah, it's not enough hair. She needs to grow that shit out and get it curly again.
1: Okay, you're biased. Anyway. I don't think that's
0: biased. I just enjoy long, curly hair.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Okay, also... Oh, there was a couple things I did not like about this episode. Like, I thought were kind of like... I thought you didn't like this episode in general. No, no, no. It was, in on the scale of Outlander episodes, it was pretty filler and kind of dull. But I usually, there was three things that I think were were lackluster holding them to their own standards that they've been really good at. The metaphor for Apollo 8 when Joe's like, how do you take a trip like that and come back to Earth like you knew it? It's like, oh my God, slap me in the face with that metaphor. Be- <laughs> The most unsubtle thing. They watch the guys come, <laughs> return from the moon, and she's like, I had taken a journey further than the moon. It's like, where's the subtlety? <laughs> and then the other one was the transition and the, like, montage of her sewing her outfit when yeah, he's like, she like, she make your cape crusader. And then Brie, who's not a great actress, says, wow, you really do watch too much TV. Batman and she's
1: it's, it's, it's the old 60s Batman song.
0: Like, that it to put it in industry terms, that did not work for me.
1: Well, the whole episode was like was kind of they did they also had dark shadows, a reference to dark shadows, he was watching dark shadows. which is like a huge show that
0: Yeah, they're hammering the home princess- the time period.
1: period. Yes, and I think that they're kind of like that's them waving goodbye to the 60s. Like, okay, let's just throw in some references here, some theme songs and some
0: yeah, that that's a good point. Like they're hammering home where she is right now because it's about to drastically change. So it's kind of like they're punching in the face with reminders. But I didn't, I didn't like the montage. I, that was such a filler scene. Like I don't need a montage of her sewing to Batman theme. Yeah. That is not in the style of what Outlander has been.
1: That's true. Well, I don't know.
0: And also the transition, the transition and puddle talk was a little.
1: Oh, the puddle. I thought that was really cheesy.
0: Yes. And they've done a car transition before when she was in England and she was getting off like the boat. I think it was a boat. She's getting off a boat in England with Frank the very beginning of season two. And she reaches out her hand. And instead of Frank being there to help her off the boat, it's now transitioned to France Mm -hmm. and jamie's helping her off the boat that was well done now this was a lesser version of that where she's in a car it's raining the car door open steps out of carriage into a puddle i did laugh when she said puddles like she always thinks that it's not just a thin film of water that it's like a hole leading to another place because she's falling through the stones i wish that but have you ever seen the scrubs episode when he's did you ever watch Scrubs? Yes. There's this where he rides scooter, the, mope, yeah. he rides the moped the into the puddle and just disappears forever. He comes up, he's like, Where was I? <laughs> That's basically what Claire said I she was afraid Scrubs. of. Yeah, Scrubs is awesome.
1: We should go back and watch that and do a review of that.
0: There's so many episodes.
1: Um, so, yes, yeah, so then she, we, Corny transitioned to her back in, now she's in Edinburgh.
0: I don't. I think it was that corny. I just think it was like all, I, it was I, th- I think everything. Those I thought, those three things I said. Well, the, the Apollo 18 when Joe literally said, "How do you go to a place like that and come back to Earth as you know it?" And that puddle transition. To be
1: subtle with that, though.
0: No, they're not trying to be subtle. I mean, they don't care. I would like them to be more subtle. I don't
1: know. I thought it was just like yeah.
0: Good writing. No, good writing is subtle. And Outlander is usually has really good writing. Yeah. And
1: then.
0: I'm okay, holding them to their so- own high standards.
1: So now, she stepped out of the carriage into seventeen
0: 17- sixty six Edinburgh.
1: Are you sure that's right? Yep, positive. Okay, Edinburgh. Eighty percent She's looking for the the um. What is he? A printer? He is a printer. Alexander.
0: Michael. Malcolm.
1: Malcolm. Which are the middle names of Jamie Fraser? So that yes. So she's looking for Jamie.
0: Yeah. Yep. She finds him.
1: She finds him.
0: I was the entire scene. I I was saying it out loud. Like they better not. Like they better not cut it out before we see them see know, each she other. Was I, I was on. It, watched it was like
1: the episode before him, so I knew what was going to happen. Which was
0: incredibly rude I
1: did really well not saying anything the entire episode.
0: I s- you told me.
1: Only because me. you kept asking me. You kept asking me, and I said, "Oh, just wait." That's and just all how. I said "Was just wait." And he was like, "Does that mean that we get to see him?" I'm like, "Well, yeah. At some point, we're gonna see him, unless
0: yeah." So I knew, Claire but I. On the way. But I was like, "Just go in there, Claire." She like stopped and she's touching the sign, and she's I going. Know, and they it.
1: want you to have that tension. They want. Uh, you
0: of course, to feel they did it.
1: Like, oh, just go in. Just go in. I know. But I thought when I first watched it, I thought that Jamie. Was gonna be. I thought she was gonna walk in. It was gonna be that classic television scene where he's she banging. Walks into, he's, ba-
0: he's banging a girl on the printing press. Not
1: that, but like his. He's got a fan, a wife, and kids running around, or, or um. And then when that wasn't the case, and she was standing at the top, overlooking him, and he was just looking down. I thought he was gonna turn around and be blind for some reason. I really don't know why, but I thought he was gonna be like scarred in the face or something. He's gonna turn around and something <laughs> devastating was gonna happen. <laughs>
0: Because nothing devastating has happened to Jamie before. Now he's, now he's blind.
1: <laughs> well, it would be really, it's just really inconsistent for him to be something terrible not to affect.
0: So, Jamie, they see each other. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a great job building tension by them. Like I said, she stops, she's touching the sign. I'm like, just walk in, Claire. Just go in. And then he's not at the front desk, but you can hear his voice. And then that's like the big memory, like, <gasps> voice. His voice is the biggest memory trigger. And then, he, was
1: stunned. he, was totally he fainted. Shocked. He fainted. He dropped to the ground. My dad was cracking up. I watched it with my dad. Rude. I know. I was. I felt like I was betraying Jimmy, but my dad, he really wanted to watch it, and I didn't want to say no. So I watched it with my dad, and he's hilarious to watch t- television with. And when Jamie fainted, he cracked up. He's like, he dropped to the ground like a little girl.
0: <laughs> well, it was good because, you know, he's in the right hands. She left him a combat nurse, came back a doctor. Yeah. Oh, how about the opening scene? And this will be the last thing we can touch oh, on. That right. was a little gross.
1: Surgery. Um, was that the opening scene? Yeah, it was. And she was, like, so tense and stressed that she's like, I'm going to finish this. And she didn't listen to Joe. Joe kept insisting that they should... Close her up now. Find the bleeder. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, there's more of the something, whatever, whatever.
0: So why? Afterwards. So I would. Whenever I watch a scene like that, I'm like, that was so gruesome. I don't want to see that. Why did the writers insist, or the director insist it be shown? Right? Cause because like
1: they have had a lot of gruesome scenes like that in the past.
0: Yeah, but that's that, not
1: uncharacteristic of the show.
0: Yeah, you're misunderstanding me. Every time they show something gruesome like that. It has to be for a reason, because this isn't a gross-out show. It's not like a gore film. later later on. Later on, or so I thought that she just left Scotland, or she gave up on her pursuit of Jamie, and she's back to her real life. And I was like, and this is their way of showing, like, it's not like she's just moping around, still thinking about Jamie. She's got to deal with heavy shit. People's lives are in her hand. So she cannot have this clouded mind. Right. That's what I thought. Now it seems like maybe she's going to have to perform major surgeries. In the future. In the past. Or past. Past now. Uh, maybe on this lady who's going to get decapitated. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I thought. First it was to, to show the viewer the reality of her life in that you know, right. she's in charge of lives. So right. she cannot be just that's daydreaming scary. about Jamie all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. We'll Wraps it up. What, what's going to happen now?
1: Um, we accidentally watched the co- I didn't. Oh, I saw a scene from next week's episode in the little preview for the next week's episode. And they're sitting down to dinner t- together. Romantic to candlelit dinner. That's all I saw.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, can't do that. to
1: pick up right where they left off, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't we don't know what's going on in his life in Edinburgh because there needs to be plot now. She's not going to see her. She's going to see her daughter again. And also, saying goodbye to your daughter for a future love, uh, again, the Outlander fans are going to not agree with me, but stay with your daughter and don't go back in time for yeah. your love.
1: I, like, rationally agree with you. Yes, 100%. But this is a fantasy. And if you have a love as strong as Jamie and Claire's and you have the opportunity to go back to that love, uh, the daughter wasn't even that great to begin with. No, I'm just kidding.
0: So does, does somehow, these are two options, and then we'll end end the, the episode, our review or whatever this is. Here are my two options, and none of them may be right. Does somehow Jamie come back to the future with her to meet Brian? He's got to meet his daughter at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Either Jamie goes through the stones to the future, which I don't think is gonna happen, or Roger and Bree, We already know they heard the buzzing when he they went to the, they to the stones. They decide maybe they like Roger does some more history search and he finds out some terrible event happens in Edinburgh so and, he goes and
1: to save them.
0: Yeah, and the, they go through the stones mm-hmm. searching for him.
1: Oh, man, that's tense. Yeah, that sounds like a good prediction. I, I, I'm sold. Yeah, that's what's going to happen.
0: Okay, that'll be exciting. That's it. Episode 5, Freedom and Whiskey. I, I enjoy those things. Yeah. They'd be in my top 50 things. I
1: have to agree with you there. You don't like whiskey that much. That's the only drink I'll take a shot of. Oh,
0: okay. All right, that's it for us. Thanks for listening or watching. If you watched on YouTube or you listened on podcast app any podcast app We should be on all of them if you' use a podcast app and we're not on it let us know sorry that we're late hopefully next week we can do this on Sunday if the Yankees lose it'll be easier but I don't want that to happen thanks bye guys Ooh, sing, sing me a, a song
1: say could that last
0: be I
1: Mary
0: of soul, she sailed on a day over the sea to sky, billow and-